All right, our base scripture is uh, Psalm 16, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm slowly going through this doctrine because it's, it's an important doctrine for us to understand. Amen. I told you that some Christians casually make Jesus Lord of their lives. If you have that picture, if you have that, uh, that illustration that I, that I showed you uh, on last week, uh, I showed you a picture of the self-directed life versus the Christ-directed life. And when you make Jesus Lord, I think Sister Andrea posted it on GroupMe, when you make Jesus Lord of your life, everything is not going to be okay, but everything is going to work out eventually. I just want to put it like that because people always say, well, you know, if you come to Jesus, then everything's going to be all right. Well, yeah, it's going to be all right eventually. Okay, because... You still have to go through the process. There you go, Sister, Sister Williams. You have to go through the process of growth. You have to go through the process of development. There's a lot of stuff inside of you. Today, I'll reveal that today in my message today. But look at the self-directed life. Self-directed life, look at, look at this. Everything is what? Chaos. But when Christ becomes Lord, what happens? Everything just, it falls into place. Amen. You know, I, I often say now to myself, I say, you know what, man, if I didn't know Jesus, you know, I was just thinking this morning, I said, man, my kids, they know the Lord. Amen. And, and not only do they know the Lord, but thank God that we know the Lord, but we have to, we, I believe we have to model Lordship. All right. So listen to me. I'm going to say that one more time. We must model Lordship. So when people say, who's the Lord of your life? It's not my job. Amen. It's not, it's not my material things. It's who? It's Jesus. And when Jesus is Lord of your life, you're going to feel kind of weird not being in church. Some people can go months. I just went a week. I didn't do no seminary. I didn't do anything this week. But it felt really, really strange. Amen. Why? Because Jesus is Lord of my life. And when Jesus, you know, how do you fall in love with someone you don't see? Come on, somebody. How do you fall in love with someone you never seen before? That tells you how real he is. He has to be real because there's something about that name. The Bible says his name is above every name. Amen. And so today we're going to look at some things. So let's pray and we'll get started. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Bless us today. Fill us a fresh Holy Spirit. Anoint me to teach your word today. Father, may your presence fill this place. Lord, clear our minds and clear our hearts. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God. All right. So uh, if you look at your handout, um, still have your handout. As I said, um, if you look at, we looked at a couple of scriptures so far, and I'll get into the main scriptures on, uh, on um, lordship, but I just want to start off with the, with the definition, right? And so the word Lord, when we say Lord, we're meaning what? Master, right? Uh, Adonai or Adonai or Kurios in the Greek. One who possesses and exercises what? Power. And what? Authority. Go to Matthew chapter 28. And I'll show you in in an illustration. First of all, 
You can't give something away that you don't have. Now, Satan, when he went to, when he talked to Jesus, when he was tempted, right? He says, see all this? You can have it. Right? I'll, I'll give it to you. But it wasn't his to give away anyways. You see what I'm saying? Because Satan has no sovereign control over anything. As a matter of fact, Satan is operating only because God is allowing him to operate. So he has a Lord too. Do I have anybody? Amen. Even though he's working for evil, amen. Remember, God works all things out for the good. So no matter what Satan may try to do in your life, if you make Jesus Lord of your life, amen. Guess what's going to happen to your life? Amen. Amen. Everything is going to fall into place. Amen. And he will control you. He has, he has what? The word means what? Authority. One who exercises what? Power. So the question is, Matthew 28, and I want to go to, I want to go to verse, uh, verse, uh, 18. And you know, Jesus has ascended. He has ascended from the dead. And now he's, I'm sorry, he's resurrected from the dead. He's getting ready to ascend to heaven. And these are his last words. Now, here's the thing. Before a man dies, the last words that he says are the most important words ever. And if we were to really, 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 really take this seriously, we could probably do more than what we're doing now. Amen. Watch what he says. He says, and Jesus came up and spoke to them saying, all what? Now, how can he say that? How could he says, how can he say all authority has been given to who? Why did he say that? Because he's what? Lord. Come on, somebody. And the only reason that he can give away the authority or what I say, transfer the authority. Amen. It's because he was Lord. I do I have anybody. Listen, you can't give somebody something. That's that's yours. Now you can front. You find what I'm saying? You can fake it for a little while. But Jesus said, all authority has been given to me where? Heaven and what? Come on, somebody. And so if Jesus has authority, oh, I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody. Let, let, me, let me just, let me show you something real quick. Let me, let, let me just do this right quick. My goodness, I, I'm interested in this word. Matthew 28 and 18, all right? Now watch this. Woo, yes. Now that word, that word authority, it's in the Greek, it's exousia. All right? So there's different types of authority or power. It means power. There's dudamus power. That's miraculous power. You've heard that before. You've heard dudamus is where we get our English word Dynamite. <laughs> Amen. JJ. All right. <laughs> Amen. Deutimus power. All right. Deutimus power is dynamite, miraculous power. But this power that he's talking about here is exousia power. And the word simply means one who acts with authority, one who's in charge. Amen. One who, who has jurisdiction. It does mean power. But Jesus is saying, first of all, I have what? 
all authority. What? Now notice. Oh my gosh. You got to catch this word right here. He says what? All. All exousia power. Think about it for a minute. If Jesus has all authority in heaven and on earth, why would I not make him Lord of my life? Come on, somebody. Why do I struggle to make him Lord if he has all power in heaven and on earth? Now, for some of us, that's hard. It's a hard concept to grasp because what we've done, we've ran our lives for all, all our lives. But Jesus says, I have given you, I have all authority, exousia power. I have all jurisdiction. I, all, I have all control. The word also means control. But here's what the word also means. The word also means, watch this, it means the capability to make right decisions, to act. So when we say, if we go back to our definition now, of what the definition of Lord is, master, but one who exercises what? Power, I'm sorry, one who first possesses and exercise what? Exousia. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That power would be Deuteronomy's power because Jesus had both powers. Come on, somebody. He had the ability to do miraculous power, miracles. Uh, okay, let, let me show you. Let me, let me show you how much power he had. He told the wind, hush, be still. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. He, he told the storm, hey, sit down somewhere. Do I have anybody? And, and, and when you have that kind of power, he told Lazarus, Lazarus, hey, come out of that grave, Lazarus. You, you understand what I'm saying? And that tells me that when you have that kind of power, amen, you somebody. You are worthy of being Lord of my life. Do I have anybody? Watch what he said. He, he, he told the blind man, you can see again. Do I have anybody? He cast out demons. I don't think you're hearing me. That is what we call what? Deutimus power. Miraculous power. So a Lord or a master, Kurios, is one who what? Exercises power and authority to whom what? Respect is what? Ascribed. See, the problem, saints is how much respect do we have for Jesus? See, he, if he has all power, if he has dual power, go back to the scripture. He says, all power has been, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. And then what he says next? What does he say next? He says, what does he say next? Ah, oh, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. See, there's two words in that scripture that really opens it up. One's the all, and now is the go. Many of us are afraid to go. Because we want to be, we feel we got to be trained and we got to do this. I think we just need to go. If Jesus is Lord of your life and you can go outside and testify to somebody 
Just go. Go with under what authority? See, when Jesus is not Lord of your life, you will have fear. You will feel like a failure. Come on, somebody. You feel insignificant. You feel you'll be scared all the time. You will have a lot of insecurities. But see, there's something about knowing the one who has all authority. Where? If he has all authority in heaven and earth, and he says, go. (laughs) Go what? Now, what is the therefore, therefore? What does it tell you? What did he say before? Huh? All authority has been given to who? Where? So what are you afraid of? <laughs> now, now remember this. This is Jesus' last words. Before he left earth. Now, I'm trying to show you something. Listen, he said, well, not everybody is a missionary. Not everybody. But we're all called to witness. When Jesus is Lord of your life, when you walk into the room, that your light will shine. Do I have anybody? People will see that there's something different about you. Because he has given you the say, he has transferred that authority into your hands. That's why what I preached last week, he says, greater works will you do in my name if the Holy Spirit is running your life. That's what he says. He says what? He says, go and make what? Disciples. What is a disciple? Remember we established that, right? What is a disciple? A follower. But also a what? A learner. That's the key thing about a disciple. You got to remember, a disciple does not operate according to his or her own rules. They follow Jesus, and they follow the mandate that their master has given them or their teacher. Amen. You do what your teacher tells you to do. He says, all authority has been given where? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. Go therefore and make what? Disciples of who? You know what that word nation mean? Huh? The world, people, ethnos in the Greek, and the word means people, people. It means nations, pagans, Gentiles, a distinct people. So in other words, we should not be intimidated to go anywhere and and share with the gospel with with the world. But here's the thing, if Jesus is Lord now, we, now, now the word go, it's a command. It's in the imperative mood. It's a command. Are you with me? It's a command that he's saying. He's not just saying, you know, real. He's not saying like casually go. It carries the idea of saying, hey man, I want you to do it now. Okay. Um, he says, what now? He says, what? Go and what? Make disciples of what? All nations. And what we ought to do? Baptize them. Baptizing them in the name of who? Father, the Son, 
So we've been talking about, right? You got the whole Trinity wrapped up right here. And he says, you're baptizing them in this name. And so therefore they become Lord of your life. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. See, we do not preach ourselves. We preach Jesus. We do not promote ourselves. We promote Jesus. And if Jesus is Lord of your life, you will consistently promote him. Go on to back to the slide for me. My goodness, what a great passage. The Greek term are represented in the English translation by what? Lord and what? Master. With, with reference to both what? Human master as well as what? God and Christ. Go on to the next one. All right. So, therefore, the lordship of God. Lordship as the title for God. All right. Um, go to, I told you that it's found in the Old Testament. The Lord is found how many times? 6,500 times. All right. And, and then all of these references to it. Okay. But I want you to go to Luke chapter 1, verse 32. Luke chapter 1, verse 32. I get excited talking about this. Look at this. This is the announcement of Jesus. Verse 30, it says, the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found what? That was one favored woman, favored by God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. Watch this. And you shall name him, okay, Yeshua. Okay? And he will be what? Verse 32. He will be what? Great. And will be called what? And what? Hold on a minute, 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 hold on a minute. First of all, they said, he will be what? Now, I don't know about you. People say, God is good. I say, God is great. That's the reason why I say God is great. Because scripture says that he would be what? Great. The question I have for you today, has he been great to you? Is he Lord? The text says he will be what? Great. You know, when you name a child, that name usually identifies, watch this, the character of that child. Amen. In the Old Testament time, they didn't just name their children Champagne and Mercedes and you understand what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know, Tootsie Roll and all kind of stuff. They didn't do none of that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? They didn't just name their children just whatever they felt like it. Whatever they named their children. You know, crackhead, you know what I mean? And he really turned out to be a crackhead. You know, <laughs> no, it's funny. You know, you know uh, blunt, you know what I mean? And he smoked weed all his life, you know. <laughs> all right, so I'm just saying, I'm, what I'm trying to say to you, saints, is that names meant something. And what, what, the, what the angel was announcing to Mary, because we've got to keep this in context. He says, he will be great and will be called the son of the most high. 
So when we start talking about lordship, you got to understand who is giving you authority. Who is giving you that authority? He says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Therefore, go. Why am I going? Because if Jesus has all authority over the world, all authority over heaven, and he's Lord of my life, and he is the son of the most, who wouldn't you want to be connected? Wouldn't you want to be connected to him? Look what he says. He says, and the Lord, and what else? And not only would it be called the most high, and what? And the Lord God will what? Give him the throne of his father, what? David, son of the most high. And now the Lord God now is referring to who? Not Jesus, but to God. So you see what, what, what I was trying to show you in the slide, that even God is referred to as what? As Lord. Amen. And, he, and Jesus being God also. Okay? So here's the thing. <laughs> you know, we, 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 we're, we're winners either way. Do I have anybody? We're winners either way we go. All right? Uh, go back to the slide for me. Real quick. Uh, Go to the next one. Lordship. The exercise of power and what? Authority. Lordship belongs to God by nature, but might be delegated to who? Human beings. The Lordship of Jesus Christ over humanity rests upon what? His divine nature. That he was God. Go ahead. Go to the new one for me. The The one I gave you this morning real quick. I know I already did this. Okay. All right. Is that the first one? Okay. In the Septuagint. Now, the Septuagint is the Greek translation of the Old Testament. Okay. All right. The Greek translation. All right. Of the Old Testament. The Septuagint. All right. Now. Somebody read that for me. Yes. Okay, good. So the subtusion is what? is the Greek translation of the Hebrew, of the Hebrew Bible. Okay. All right. So that's what the Septuagint and in the Septuagint. Okay. What they take the Hebrew Bible, right? The Hebrew and they translate into Greek. And so now we have Lord, Lord. And notice the capital L, the lower L, this Lord is for like humans, right? This is for humans. This right here is for God. Watch this. Is Lord, Lord, Master is what? Is the word what? Curios. See, here's, that makes sense, huh? You should be a little bit curious about who he is. <laughs> All right? Which in the Greek New Testament also used of master for what? Husbands and what? Rulers and rulers. Okay? Husbands and what? Rulers. So in the Old Testament, they would, the, the women would call their husbands Lord. Sarah called her husband my Lord. Okay, in, in England, okay, Sister Hunt back there calling me Lord. 
Okay. They would say, they'd say, Lord, my Lord. Yes, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's how it worked out back in the day, you know. I go to Matthew 25, 11. <laughs> Try to get a woman to call you Lord today, see what happens. Y'all ready to get married? <laughs> Matthew 25, 11. You got to call your husband Lord. You shouldn't have a problem with that. Amen. If you love him, you call him Lord. Right. Yeah. All right, we'll let you make it. All right, so, so, so now, you know, there's a, this, is, this is the parable of the ten virgins. And uh, it says, later, the other virgins also came, right, saying, Lord, Lord, open what? Open, open up for us. Now, what, what it was showing here in this scripture is that they were referring to humans as what? Master. That word mean, it meant kurios, but it meant master. All right? Lord, Lord. Later, the other versions. Okay, go back to my, go back to my slide. Right okay? I just want to show you this, okay? Now, of God now, we find Matthew eleven twenty five. Go to Matthew eleven twenty five. One minute, okay. Matthew eleven twenty five, And at that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father. Look what he says. Now notice, I'm just trying to show you how it's being used. Lord of what? Heaven and earth. Lord. He says, all authority has been given to me where? In heaven and earth. But then he says, just as Jesus praying to his Father, saying what? Lord of what? Heaven and earth. You have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to what? Infants. See, God is not a respecter of persons. See, and what, what we're seeing here in the reference to God, in reference to Lord, we see here that Jesus even referred to his father as what? As Lord. Go on. Sometimes it's not clear whether God or Christ is intended as an ax, but the title attributed to Jesus himself in John 13 14 and in John 20, 28, Jesus accepts the title, my Lord and what? My God. Okay. And that was, that was uh, doubting Thomas. When he saw Jesus, he says, my Lord and my God. Amen. And so I'll continue on on Tuesday night. Uh, if you look at your handout real quick, everybody has a handout. The middle paragraph right there, it says, without Jesus as Lord, you have no good thing. As David expressed in Psalm 16, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. Don't be deceived by what you, what you think you have. Youth is what? Fleeting. Wealth is empty. Gifts and abilities are un ultimately worthless. Without Jesus Christ as Lord of your life, you have no good thing. Surrendering to his lordship is the starting point and purpose for what? True life. Listen, I say this to you. There's no greater thing that you and I have in our lives. You know, I know sometimes, and especially with, with the season that we're in, I just found out a uh, young man yesterday 
shot himself, 15 years, 16 years old, over a girl. Parents had to go to the bank to get a loan to try to bury him. Okay, here's the thing. This season, I want to lay this on you. We have the tendency where we can start getting depressed. Well, we start missing family or we start missing loved ones and things like that. Let me, let me, let me encourage you this way. Jesus has all authority. Make sure you keep him as Lord this season. I just want to say this to you. Don't fall for that. If he has saved you, He's Lord. Keep him as Lord. Don't allow the season to cause you to forget what the season is really all about. Listen, this is not my life to take. But if Jesus is Lord of your life, you will have a purpose to live for. You're not just surviving. You're not just living. Yeah, I miss my mama. I miss some people in my life that passed on. Guess what? I, I have to deal with that. But guess what? It, it's not to the point where I shut down. Keep him as Lord. He has all authority. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for your word, God, that you've given us today, Lord. We are grateful we ask God that if we have take you off the throne, that we'll put you back on the throne. You never left. We just got to get repositioned back to where you are. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask that we will continue, Lord, to make you Lord of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. God bless you.